Welcome, everybody. It's time for another episode of The Skinny on Beauty. The only show that gives you the straight skinny, the real scoop as to what's happening in the beauty industry. By talking to those who are influencing its creation. With that influencer marketing maven extraordinaire, Cheryl Hawley. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, Paul. How's it going? Okay. You're going you're gonna to influence us again today here? Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm ready, fired up, and ready to go. I'm Cheryl Hawley, your digital and influencer marketing expert for beauty, wellness, and fashion brands, consultant, professor, and entrepreneur. You can contact my company, Unite Socially, about how we can help you increase brand awareness through social media, digital, and influencer marketing, or you can follow me at Skinny on Beauty to connect with other successful entrepreneurs and hear rich success stories to keep you focused and motivated. In this podcast, we offer up digital marketing tips for you to be more successful, inspiration to live your dreams through personal development, business, and insights on how to be a prosperous and happy entrepreneur. Today, we will talk about influencer marketing and how to incorporate it in in with your entire marketing strategy, plus three personal development goals you can easily achieve to become a better version of yourself. A few weeks ago, I did a show on how to work with influencers and received some great feedback from all of you. And so I decided to take advantage of that. And the last show was how to work with influencers. And we offered you a tool on how to vet and pitch influencers. So once I got the feedback from all of you on how well that was going, I wanted to deliver the next step. So how then do you use influencers to work with your brand's marketing strategy? So we're going to be talking about just that today. And I, I interestingly enough, I don't talk about my teaching career on the show, although I don't know why, because it's really rewarding and I learn a lot from the students. But right now I'm teaching this class and we're talking about, you know, the students have to come up with a marketing plan to promote a product or a service of their choice. So in their marketing plan, their paper has to include the four P's of marketing, which is exactly what we will be talking about today. So if any of my marketing students are listening, because actually I had a marketing student uh, approach me. I actually, I teach at National University. And one of my students approached me and was like, hey, I was watching some of your videos on your podcast and I really like what you had to say. And so it made me feel good because, you know, it helps me know that, you know, they're learning not only from my class, but also the content that I'm producing for this show. So if any of you are listening today, this will definitely be a really good piece for you to take away with as well when you're developing your marketing plan. So for the first P we have is promotion. This is widely talked about uh, strategy and the most obvious tactic to use when initiating influencer marketing. Finding the right influencer for your product or service is key. The industry is evolving quickly and we are seeing more and more companies using micro-influencers like Paul and I were just talking about. So if you don't know what a micro-influencer is, a micro-influencer is defined at 50K or less follower rate across all channels. So if you find these micro-influencers and they are you know, a good fit for your brand messaging. So keep in mind when you're vetting and pitching uh, the, 
the right influencers is the key play to creating a successful influencer marketing launch. So I work with a lot of brands that have done this the wrong way and ended up completely missing the mark in one way or another. So when you're looking to get your product or service promoted by some of these influencers, make sure that you have actually vetted them the right way. And if you do decide to go with micro-influencers, it might work with some of your budgeting goals, but also um, know that these influencers, like we were talking about, have a very highly engaged and dedicated audience to them. And so sometimes the message can reach and go more viral than if you work with an influencer that has a whole bunch of you know followers and you're not looking at their strategy or um, their insights or their analytics and asking for them those to be sent to you because maybe they even bought some of those followers you know we've seen back you know when influencer marketing or when people were developing uh, their own uh, social media profiles to promote other products you know out of passion or whatever it was when they wanted to be a blogger and get free product, uh, a lot of strategy, (laughs) poor strategy that they would use is buying these followers. So there's a lot of different things to look at when you want to promote your product. So just make sure that you have, you know, a social media agency um, or a consultant like myself that can help you, you know, really hone in on the behind the scenes strategy when, when promoting and vetting these or excuse me, when picking your influencers and promoting your products. For the second P, we have product. The packaging and personalization that goes into creative branding behind a product goes a long way. This is true for any brand that is tailoring to a specific target market. This is especially true when reaching influencers. We are seeing many posts from influencers that are raving about how excited they were to receive their product from X brand with a personalized note in it just for them. So people relate to authentic storytelling. They relate to, you know, the excitement behind somebody that just received a product in in the mail, you know, with a personalized note from the CEO saying, hey, thanks for trying out our product. We really hope that you like it or whatever the personalized note was. And that, you know, the influence will take and will, you know, make sure that they capture that moment on their stories or on their profile pages. Um, I've also seen brands allow influencers to design their own scent um, or limited edition packaging designs. That's a really good one as well. So this has really become a movement and people are seeing, you know, these companies that are working with influencers, clients of mine, uh, beauty clients of mine that are working with um, us to build their influencer marketing strategies are really seeing a return on their investment. So these type of personalized stories will really resonate with an influencer's audience and create more of a, of a clout for your brand. For the third P, we have place. So it is true that brick and mortar stores have taken a huge hit because most people, especially the younger generations, like for example, Generation Z, which uh, trumps Snapchat, So if you are targeting towards Generation Z, you definitely want to be on Snapchat. But we're seeing, you know, that that um, a lot of these younger generations prefer to shop online. However, retail is still alive and major brands like Ulta are taking their retail space and making it quote unquote social ready. 
So what do I mean by this? What I mean is we've been seeing a movement happening within retail stores to allow more IRL. So IRL is in real life. So we're seeing these retail stores pop up um, or existing retail locations um, that are allowing IRL testing with photo-ready countertops that make the perfect Instagram post. Yes, yes, it's true. Because of movement on Instagram um, being a platform that favors graphics, um, even video now, it it's definitely the most used platform for generation, like even baby boomers, but um, generation X as well. And so we're seeing that these retail stores are catering to that audience. And so brands from the board, across the board, from restaurants to fashion are creating these environments to extend the brand's awareness. And it's not a strategy for, you know, uh, or it's not a model for distribution, so product distribution. It's not necessarily for that. It's for, um, you know, the consumers, the customers that come in so that they can have a place to be able to be like, oh, my gosh, this environment is awesome. I really want to be able to share it with my audience or look at this new product. I love this packaging. You know, I want to try it on and I want to, you know, you know, filter it up through my stories and, you know, tag the location of where I'm at. You know, I, I actually taking this a step further, like I actually wouldn't be surprised if we see more of these retail stores going uh, more innovative with some of their design concepts of um, interactive, you know, layouts where they allow you to really get creative um, with your shopping experience. And I, I feel like that's going to be like the next movement for these brick and mortars. So we'll see if I'm right. <laughs> but that's what I think. <laughs> and the last P in the four P's of marketing is price. Do any of you watch Shark Tank? Tweet me, let me know. I'm a big fan of Shark Tank. And um, if you watch it, you know that price is always a topic with, with the sharks. They want the entrepreneur in front of them to know all their numbers, especially their price margins. It's no different when creating a social brand. Your customers want to know everything they can about you and they want it as raw as possible. The most transparent you can be as a brand through your social media channels and your R&D, which is research and development, uh, the more people are going to trust you. The more audience you are going uh, to gain um, respect from. So not everyone will be able to showcase this, exactly what they are making um, on each sale or how much a purse or eyeshadow costs uh, to make. But the more you do, the more chatter you will create. After the break, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the um, three goals for achieving a better you. All right, back to Cheryl and her stories about influencer marketing. So give me the four Ps again here. What are the four Ps everybody should do? So the four Ps are your product mix. So your product mix is a, is a very crucial tool in determining a product's offering to the customer. Okay, so the four Ps are promotion, product, place, 
and price. Let's go into some more storytelling on how I personally have achieved goals or these three goals to becoming a better version of my own self that I wanted to share with you guys in your own journal towards personal development. So three goals that will help you in achieving a better you. Confidence. Confidence is a really good one to work on and you can work on it daily. Studies have revealed that an individual's IQ is not the most important component for success. Instead, the following three factors are considered to be much more important than intelligence in determining success. Self-confidence, goal setting, and perseverance. An individual's self-esteem or self-confidence is basically what he or she thinks about him or herself. One of the reasons for boosting your self-confidence is that there is a strong association between confidence and success. Hence, one of your self-development goals should be definitely to be boosting your own self-confidence. So some of the ways that I have boosted my own self-confidence is doing this show. So preparing for the show, making sure that... You were so nervous to come in and talk on this show, Vera. <laughs> why? You have so much to tell. Why, why are you... Why oh are gosh. so many, we stick a mic in front of their face and they freeze up? It's so, well, Paul's a natural, so Paul <laughs> doesn't, even if he's nervous, he doesn't seem nervous ever. I still get nervous. I'm nervous right now. I know. Uh, <laughs> I can tell. You know, what's funny is I'm not always nervous when doing the show, but like, yeah, I mean, I've read numerous stories of from various different talk show hosts and one in particular, Oprah, yeah. who still gets very nervous before she goes on stage. Of course, of course. So everybody gets nervous. It's not like it's just me. The, the takeaway here is just to allow yourself to experience new things, to try new things, and, and move through that fear. I actually talk about uh, fear in the next tip, but I built my confidence by continuing to come back, by continuing to <laughs> do the show, by continuing to make myself look like a fool and make up words. The stand-up <laughs> comedian rule. You got to stand up. You got to <laughs> fail to move forward. Yeah. yeah. It's very true. And uh, hey, that goes for entrepreneurship as well. Yeah, right. And helping someone else too always always helps boost my, um, not only mood, but, but in a way my confidence because it makes me feel good about myself right hey i'm giving back that's why i love teaching that's why i love doing these content pieces uh, that you know are these in a podcasting way right this is a content piece the last one for building confidence that i have for you today is caring for yourself you know uh, a lot of you that are listening are entrepreneurs and you know when we work from home it's easy to work from our pajamas right you know or excuse me work in our pajamas which is why i do from our bed that's why we do podcasting because i'm in my pajamas right now <laughs> he is yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you know if you get ready for the day it just automatically makes you feel better yeah you know it really does so caring for yourself you know and caring for yourself you can take that in a million different ways it doesn't mean that you have to get up and put on a full face of makeup and wear the best you know suit that you have or you know dress that you have but just caring for yourself in ways of even setting boundaries, you know, making sure that you're, you know, uh, respecting yourself. That's part of caring for yourself. The next goal that you can set for yourself in achieving a better you on a daily basis is active listening. What? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> active listening. Actively learn to pay attention and demonstrate to others that you truly value their opinions and what they have to say. 
Choose active listening through open-ended questions with supporting body language and remove distractions that impede your ability to listen. So what do I mean by this? So ask open-ended questions. So like a closed-ended questions are those who are, excuse me, are those which can be answered by with a simple yes or no. Do you want to buy this? Right. Yes so do or you, no. Do you get along well with your boss? Or mm. what color shirt are you wearing? So those are closed-ended questions, while open-ended questions are those which require more thought and more than a simple one-word answer. So tell me about your relationship with your boss. Mm. Or that's an interesting colored shirt you're wearing. So it engages in conversation. It allows, you know, the the person that you're talking to to add to the conversation, right? And the third one is that you can do, so this is my third goal for achieving a better you on a daily basis, is make fear your friend. Mm. So to eliminate fear... I'm afraid to do that. (laughs) No, Paul, no, you can't be afraid to do that. So make fear your friend. So by doing that, you can make yourself aware. So the acronym. So A, accept the anxiety and don't try to fight it. W, watch the anxiety. So watch it and notice it on a scale level of your fear and start to breathe longer on your out breath. So what I mean by that is uh, count yourself down from whatever number you deem yourself to be to a two or a one. A, stand for act normally. R, repeat the above steps in your mind if necessary. And E, expect the best. So the way that you make fear your friend is by being aware. I've got a quote for you guys today because I end all of my shows with quotes. Yes. So my quote for you today is, the aim of marketing is to know and understand the customer so well that the product or service fits him or her and sells itself. So thank you everybody for listening today. Um, Don't forget that you can tweet me at Skinny on Beauty if you want to be a guest on my show. You may also reach out for a consultation with me for building your own beauty or health brand presence online. In addition to social media marketing, influencer marketing services at info at unitesocially.org. Until next time, stay beautiful, Orange County. You've been listening to The Skinny on Beauty, the straight scoop about what's happening out in the industry today from the people influencing all parts of it.